Hello and welcome to another edition of Making Things Better and Making Better Things. Uh, this is a really weird one. I was, um, well, my wife was scrolling through her phone the other day, recording some stuff for our daughter's art project, and um, she came across a recording I'd done with my nan. Now, my nan died in February 2017, uh, sorry, January 2017, and um, and so... We'd kind of forgotten we'd recorded this. I think we'd recorded it maybe six to eight months before that. Um, and it was for another one of my daughter's art projects, which was all about the role of um, the role of the kitchen as a sort of central hub for for kind of like passing down skills between um, women um, and kind of like you know how third wave feminism rested on second and first wave feminism and how you know the kitchen ironically became kind of like the heart of that and so we were having a conversation with my nan about um about actually about a biscuit barrel so we were looking at specific things and this biscuit barrel you'll see a photograph of it alongside this biscuit barrel was hotly contended in our house so um it, it's a massive memory of mine as a kid and also of my dad as a kid and um it's just a lovely tin biscuit barrel that's embossed and has got one of those desiccating um, kind of like units that's sort of full of beans or rice that you dry out in the oven and then put them back in and it keeps your biscuits snap fresh. And um, and we all wanted it, everybody wanted it, but um, because of geography, I ended up kind of like caring for my nan more than anybody else. So, so I won, I got it. Um, and the conversation is with her um, and it is ostensibly about the biscuit barrel, but it isn't, it's really about... Um, well, it's not about identity, but it kind of draws a little bit on, on that. And anyway, it's really short and it, it made me cry listening to it because you forget, you forget about the resonance and the weight of people's voices when they're not there. And, um, and I'm really glad I recorded it. I've got lots of bits of video of it, but I, I didn't, I'd forgotten I'd recorded this audio. So it's a bit self-indulgent to stick it out as a podcast, but, um, but I really like it. So, um, yeah, have a listen. Let me know what you think. I should tell you, except everybody loved the biscuit tin and always know where it was. And Clive used to come straight from school and out came the biscuit tin. How, how long have you had it? Before, oh. Old climb now, 70. Yeah, Dad is 71. Yeah, and it was when he was at school. Which school? Primary? Right from a young school. Yeah, so. He used to bring it out. So he was about eight, something like that. Yeah, probably yeah. a lot younger than that. Six. Yeah. So he's 71, that's so 65 years old, this biscuit. Yeah, it must be. And, and more, probably. So, how many biscuits do you think have been in there in that time? Oh, God, Mark. What's she telling me that? I'll never know. And what's your favourite type of biscuit? My, my favourite biscuit. I haven't got a big favourite because I don't eat a lot of biscuits. Uh, do you not? It's only Clive and his dad that used to eat them. Clive and Harold. Yeah. See, I had you down as a pink wafer lady. Oh. I, I do like pink wafer lady. I knew lady. you did. <laughs> yeah. But I don't eat a lot of them. I, I just like one or two at the time that's right yeah so i'm not a big eater what is it about a pink wafer you like the most is it the dissolvability or it's the, fact... the crispiness in it a bit you know this it's like the wafer i know what you mark. mean yeah. it shatters almost isn't it yeah that's right. and what i like about your biscuit barrel because it is i'm very fond of that biscuit barrel apparently i've got to fight dad for it when you die um i like the fact that you can get the middle bit out and dry it in the oven and it keeps that's the biscuits right you crisp. do it yes yeah. and you can do it easily it's got a desiccant in it yeah. isn't it yeah 
Now, can you remember where you got it from? Was it? Did you buy it for new, or was it a present from someone? Can you remember? I can't remember. I think I bought it myself. I don't know. But it's years and years ago. I can't remember even buying it. <laughs> Has it always been in your kitchen? Yes. Your kitchen was always alive with um, activity. I remember it very clearly. Um, you were always cooking, weren't you? Yes, I used to do a load of cooking. Mainly pastries. You were, yeah. you were, was, your, was that your speciality? I used to do pastries and cakes. Yeah. I used to make a small cakes, and then I used to make a big um, lemon. A cake. lemon drizzle. Lemon drizzle cake, a big one. You still got the recipe done for your favourite No, they didn't bring my recipe. I left it in the, in the house. Can you not remember and it? I can't remember exactly what I put in it because I did a lot of extras in it to what other people did. I know. And I can't remember if it all on. I saw you always use me book for it, you know, when I made it. I'll ask Mum and see if she's got the book. Or the recipe. <laughs> it was at the side of the cooker. I'll ask. Do you cook now still? No, not cakes. No, no. I can't. I can't do it here. No. You cook? No, I can't do it anymore. I'm 90 odd now, Mark. I can't. I have a job to even do my dinners. Yeah. So I have warmed up dinners. Do you miss cooking? Not now my age, no. 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 Because you always had a pie on the go when I was younger. I was always cooking when I was young. I once saw you with a pie in each hand and one in your mouth. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> tarty, tarty. No, but there was always a pie cooling somewhere, I remember. Yeah. And I know Dad's a bit of a pastry fiend, isn't he? Yes, he likes his pastry. He always liked his pastry. Yeah. What about Pap? What was Pap's favourite food? Well, he liked his, 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 his pastry. He liked any cooking, which I did. Yeah. Any at all. I tell you what he did like bread pudding. Did he used he? to take it to work in a big flat, and they used to say, "Ask her if she'll make some more." <laughs> <laughs> he used to share it between the men. Did he? Yeah. At the triumph. Yeah. <laughs> but he used to have to cycle there. Uh, he used to cycle for up to begin with. Then he went with a man that used to go, used to come at the bottom of the village and pick him up. Yeah. And that was once he had to walk all the way home from there. From it's from, from Meriden, the, isn't it? Because all the buses stopped. Oh dear. That's and a long uh, way. the weather was terrible. It's thick snow. Yeah. Oh. And he walked all the way, and he got home at ten o'clock at night. Blimey! And because even if he'd gone on the bus, he'd go Meriden to Paul Meadow and Paul Meadow back to Barnet, right, yeah. wouldn't he? Which is. And a long I used way. to pick him up when I was at the shop. He used to come to the shop quite a lot. Did he? And, I, and then he'd come home with me. Right, right. So the all-important question... And sometimes I've taken him in the morning before I've gone into the shop, early oh, no. morning. A lot of times I did that. Yeah. So the all-important question, Nan, when you finally pop your clogs and, and, and vanish, who's going to get your biscuit tin, me or Dad? I can't say that, can I? I think, well, Nan, he's not going to believe it if you don't say it into this microphone, no. Because <laughs> we all know you want me to have it. <laughs> But he's not going to believe you. Believe I can't me. say because he's always said he wants it and that's I know. it. Do you know, I might tell him that it was irreparable. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't fix it and I'll just keep it at my house. <laughs> no, don't keep it there, I want it myself. No, I'll, I'll fix it and bring it back. <laughs> Thanks, sweetheart.
So there you have it, the disembodied voice of the past um, brought into the present. And uh, and just a joy, a real joy to to sit and listen to and to, and to kind of remember that warm, caramelly space that I shared with her. And um, no one's perfect. She certainly wasn't perfect, but it, it's absolutely lovely to be transported back to those times. So, I, I you know, it's, it's your lives, but there's people that you love that are getting on a bit. Maybe record stuff with them. Maybe... Maybe do that. I don't know. It helps me. It might not help you. Anyway, um, coming up next, um, we've got a great podcast from the the lovely, amazing Anna Jones that will be out in a week or two. Maybe even less. Who knows? <laughs>